What's going on, my brothers and sisters around the world? It's your boy, Terrell Humphrey, Bullets T, Phase Knowledge, Phase Knowledge, Bullets T, and Terrell Humphrey. And today, today is a special episode because this is episode number five, number five, uh, and I got my my, my my first guest, my brother, Devin. What's going on? What's going on? What's what it do? What it do? What it do, man? man? Much. Feeling good? How you feeling, brother? Man, I'm good, man. I cannot complain. I'm blessed. Highly favored, just like we just spoke about. Yes, sir. Good little off, off camera conversations as always, bro. A hundred percent. A hundred bro, it's too natural. <laughs> it's too, too natural. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. <laughs> like, bro, that, that, you gotta be yourself. And, and you I apologize that. Cause like going through the phase that you went through, you still learn to become more of yourself. It's, it's powerful, bro. It's powerful. Yeah, and so what we're gonna talk about today. The, what's the importance of investing in yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Investing in yourself. You want me to go or you gonna start out? How we gonna do it? I want you to go. Um, man, like, what's, what's crazy is that we having this conversation is like everybody that's in my immediate circle right now is like mm-hmm. I'm having a conversation with them like investing in yourself because mm-hmm. I have this thing where I, where I tell them all the time like I'm gonna bet the house on myself every time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like if it's something like they gotta be done and it's the last in my pocket and it's gonna, you know, make my career go so far that I'm that kind mm-hmm. of guy that's gonna bet the house. Like I'm a, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit back. Um because if you don't invest in yourself, nobody will. You get what I'm saying? Investing in yourself, it ain't it ain't always just money. You know what I'm saying? You have to invest mm-hmm. in your mindset, meditate, mm-hmm. invest in your 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 spiritual cleansing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to invest in, in your appearance, how you look, mm-hmm. you know, buy, make sure your face look good. Like it's important to invest in yourself because Everything you do, people looking at it at all times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you selling clothes, they're looking at how you dress. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you selling business, they're looking at how your business is going. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you preaching, they're looking at how you how you live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you gotta be willing to invest in yourself to make sure that that add up to what they're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the finances, like shit, your dream is your dream. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. who else is gonna do your dream better than you? Okay. Nobody, you know what I'm saying. So you can wait for your mama to give you that hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, or you can wait for your homeboy to, cause he lit give you money to do what you gotta do, or you mm-hmm. go out there and do it yourself. Cause if you only mm-hmm. do it yourself, like you know what I'm saying, it don't even make sense to even be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a conversation that shouldn't even be had about waiting for somebody else to do something for you, especially as an entrepreneur. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like this ball is in our court twenty four seven. It is. You know what I'm saying? When you wake up every day, it's not. Oh, okay, let me call the boss and see what's going on. You the boss. When you wake mm-hmm. up, you gotta figure out what's gonna shake today and what's gonna go down and how this is gonna make this happen or how this is gonna work. Or what part of the company I'm gonna work on today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with my business, I'm HR, I'm accountant, I'm the CEO, I'm the employee, I'm everything. All it takes a good investment of time. You get what yep. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you gotta be ready to do that. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the day, like one day you might be the the, the owner. Tuesday, you the account, you know what I'm saying, whatever it might be to get it done. So, like, it's very important to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these companies out here, they got all the tools they need, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of tools are readily available to small businesses and entrepreneurs as well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To stay organized, to process orders quicker, to do something like, um, instead of doing an Excel sheet to, mm-hmm. to take all your orders and in inventory, invest in that $23 a month to go over to Shopify and do your orders that way. Taking mm-hmm. uh, 150 bucks and buying a zebra printer so you can professionally print off your shipping labels. You know what I'm saying? Or instead of packaging your stuff in that little white box that you just paid $2 for online, 
spend an extra dollar fifty cent and get the custom box created custom for your product. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like those are the type of things people look at. Like investment is very important, like into your product. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I if I package like say, let's say a skin a skincare line. Mm-hmm. Let's say I package my skincare line up and it comes in one of them craft mailers. Like it's just a brown box and it's just the products on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But let's say I take that same product and I buy a mailer box and it's custom designed to my to my brand. Mm-hmm. I put some tissue paper in there. I put some of the little crinkle paper in there. And then I place my products in there. I put a thank you card. Mm-hmm. I then close it up, put a little sticker on top, close the box up and mill it off. You know what I'm saying? I invested more into the product. Mm-hmm. I invested more into the packaging. But the difference between this box being open and this box being open is magnificent. Because they might open this and post this on, on Instagram, social media, blah, blah, blah. But for sure, this box that I handcrafted and put this thank you card in, they're going to post that on social media. They're going to post it means that on a lot. <laughs> it, you know it what I'm saying? A lot. And so it then, that little investment you took into putting that into your product, mm-hmm. now that's free marketing dollars. Mm-hmm. Easy marketing dollars. Because people going to be like, oh, look, I just got my box in. Unboxing this box. Unboxing this. Unboxing that. Because it looks good. People should want to mm-hmm. see it unboxed. And I know if I see something that look good and it worked like people say it worked, I'm going to order it. 100%. And then, like, it's crazy that you say that because when I had started my clothing brand, I was like, I want to be different from everybody, everybody else. So how can I do that, right? So I bought some stickers. I bought some wristbands. And I bought, like, a, a postcard that's, like, some type of motivation to show my support to you. So you're not just getting no shirt. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, too- you're getting a shirt like this. You, you get everything bone. plus that. You see what I'm saying? You're getting everything plus my 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 gratitude. Because this, nah, this all it is. Because you didn't have to buy that shirt. You didn't have to go come shop with me, but you did. So here's my grat- gratification to you. And, and I wanted to ask you, though. I wanted to ask you. Um, so if nobody ever invested in themselves, how are you supposed to get to that phase? The phase of, of winning? No, the phase of investing in yourself. If nobody ever, if nobody was learned ever taught how to invest in yourself, how do you get to that phase? Um, it all it all comes with discipline. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like if if you've never learned investments, or you never learned how like to get investments, or nobody ever invested into you, and mm-hmm. you're doing it on your own, it's it's merely discipline. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this, this this about to hurt a lot of feelings, but you gotta let shit go. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you if you trying to build a business and you taking your last ten twenty dollars, your last twenty one dollars, and running up the street to little bro house and getting a three five and a swisher, mm-hmm. uh, go to the club this weekend and you ain't mm-hmm. you can't. That's what called investing in yourself, taking yourself out of that city. You know what I'm saying? Using your mm-hmm. nine to five to build your dreams. You know what I'm saying? If it costs three hundred dollars to get a logo, you need to be saying from each check, okay, I'm gonna take around twenty five dollars for the next three checks or right, the next um. $50 from the next three checks. That's half mm-hmm. of what I got. Boom. Then I'm going to just take 150 out of that check and go ahead and get the LLC and the logo out the way. Or go ahead and do this and do that in the third. It's mm-hmm. just pr- it's just planning the discipline. You know what I'm saying? Land out your plan of action, what I call a vision plan. It can be mm-hmm. a vision plan or a vision board. A mm-hmm. vision board is better because you can take the pictures out of the book and put it on the board. And if you want to, you can put it right up in your living room. So every day you walking out the house, you already seeing your vision. Every time you walk past it, so it's going to remind you, okay, I, I maybe don't need this ten dollars Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. I maybe don't need this. I maybe don't need that. I don't need the PS Five. I don't need the new Jordans. Just because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna wait and be patient. Now, your discipline—that's your mindset. You invest mm-hmm. into your mindset by reprogramming your mindset. You know what I'm saying? Preparing How do you do that? Though, it's, 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 bro, you just gotta do it. Bro. <laughs> like the simplest part. Okay, 
Let me say the simplest thing is like when you're trying to set up a discipline thing, you know what I'm saying? Like just do everything a certain way. You get what I'm saying? When you get up in the morning, make your bed up. That's your first thing off your list for the day. Mm-hmm. And just keep knocking things off your list. You know what I'm saying? If you work at 9 a.m., you should be up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Ahead of everybody else working on your business. You get off at 5, you need to be working on your business until like 8, 9, back in bed at 10, get up at 6 and redo it or don't go to sleep. Get you through mm-hmm. four hours of sleep. I didn't done it before. I didn't work every day and only slept for three or four hours times and back up and getting at it again because I'm investing in myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, ain't nobody else going to do it. Nobody going to sit at the computer and do the work I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to invest in yourself, is very important that you create discipline, for one. Mm-hmm. Not want to buy the weed because you got to. Not buying the drinks because you got to. Not getting new shoes. Not getting new clothes. Missing out on a concert one time. You know, missing out on all the fun activities. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a lot of mm-hmm. people in my life right now who are aspiring entrepreneurs, but they have financial issues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody going to have financial issues. Mm-hmm. But... Them same people party a lot, have fun a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My lifestyle is different. I only go out when I really want to go out for a special event or something that's important to me, or it's a networking event of some nature. You're mm-hmm. not just gonna catch me out at the club just because it's the club. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's twenty, thirty, forty dollars to get in. With that twenty, thirty, forty dollars, like I just told you, you can go on Fiverr and get your logo for forty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. if you go in there and get a section shit, they probably got a $1,000 minimum. Imagine what you could have did with that $1,000 minimum, even if you split it up with your homeboys or homegirls. Mm-hmm. Y'all could change all y'all life together, but y'all worried about getting a section to show out at the club. Yep. That is so definitely true. It's that investment into that mindset. It's, that, it's just regenerating your whole mindset from a consumer to a boss. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and once you do that, it's over with because you're mm-hmm. taking out that buy, 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 and then no, nah, let me make my money make his own money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's what you gotta do. Can't be no consumer. You be a consumer, you'll never get nowhere because you're gonna get the money and you're gonna handle it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're gonna blow it. Mm-hmm. Because you took you took time to set the mindset to get the money, but you gotta keep the mindset once you get the money. Cause then you're gonna get caught up with the junk. You're gonna try to go get the brand new cars and the this and that and the third because little bro on Instagram got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't take your time where you at right now and compare it to his time. Because he probably put 10 years or more into this. So that's why he got the track home. That's why he's staying downtown. That's why mm-hmm. he can walk around with 10, 20K. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can't do that when you just now getting your mindset together last week to be an entrepreneur. And but then you know, you can't. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, next week you can't just go hop in the car just because last week you decided, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. I can invest in myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes time, effort, and, um, and losses, like mm-hmm. be prepared to lose, embrace mm-hmm. the losses. You know what I'm saying? Turn from losses to lessons. Once you do that, you 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 your mindset. That's a part of your mindset. I know we keep talking about mindset, but that's important. Like losses to lessons. I take a lesson out of everything I lose from, and I and I don't do that part again. I just mm-hmm. alter and tinker it to do it the right way until mm-hmm. I win from it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm okay with losing. I'm okay with bidding the house, and I lose. Mm. I lost the house, but. I still got the hustle, I still got the mindset, and I still got the discipline to do it all over again and not give it mm-hmm. It's about what you came, what you but how what you went through in order to get to where you are today. And then it's crazy because you said something about a vision board, bro. Me and my wife just did one. Well, I just finished mine, she ain't finished hers yet. But bro, look, look at this. Look, look, fucking right. Yeah. Simple. Simple as hell. Yeah, simple. Simple, simple. 
You know what I'm saying? Remind you. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then, like, to be completely honest, that's what it is. It's just a manifestation board to where you where you see yourself in the future. I feel like everybody should do that. Everybody should do that, bro, because it it opens your mind of of what you can become or what you see yourself become. No facts. Like a vision board, really just it just really puts out on on paper like what you want and what where you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like, it's nothing like manifesting shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm I might be, I li- like, nearly might be sitting here over the couch working on something. Mm-hmm. And I just can't figure that shit out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just pissing me off. But before I give up, I look up and I go to that vision board sitting up there with that goddamn Rolls Royce truck and that uh mm. watch or whatever the mm. you want. <laughs> and then you're like, hold on. Okay, let me, let me just take a little break and then I'm going to figure this out because it got to mm-hmm. get figured out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you could just naturally be like, man, fuck this. Close the laptop and go off and do whatever you was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or... You know what I'm saying? Like, that vision board is powerful, especially if you motivate it. Like, if your mindset is right, your vision board will work. If your mm-hmm. mindset ain't right, that's just a bunch of pictures on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's facts. Like, that's facts. Like, that mindset is where it all starts. Like, because everybody's not made for this. Let, let, let's talk about that. Everybody's mm-hmm. not made for entrepreneurship. How do you know if somebody do it? How do you know if somebody's made for it? How do you know if you made for it? They know if they're made for it because if there gotta be workers. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Everybody's mm-hmm. not developed to, like I said, program their mind and take their losses and turn them into lessons. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Some people just take a small loss and it devastates and fuck them all the way up. Mm-hmm. They can't do nothing else, they can't do anything else. Or some people are just pure not hustlers. Mm-hmm. You might be creative, but you're not a hustler. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It requires hustle. It requires ambition to be in this. Like, you got to be okay with going a whole month and making zero sales. <laughs> Bro, then, it, probably even longer than that, two weeks. And even longer that. than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got some people that, they call me, I did good this week. Boom, boom, 4,000, 5,000 in sales. Boom, mm-hmm. we talk next week. You know, follow up next week. Yeah, man, I only did like 7,500 this week. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. All right, it's cool, man. Just like figure out what happened last week. The difference from then and this week, and reapply last week times 10 so you can go to $10,000 in sales. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, But that's the mindset. Not mm-hmm. the, oh, I ain't, I, man, fuck it. I couldn't do it, so I'm done. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't sell. I mean, you just put all this time, all this effort, all this energy. And because you had one week or one month where you lost and you didn't make any money, you ready to give up. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're not ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, so, it's, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just really like a it's a self thing, you know what I'm saying? Like people know when they can't and cannot do something, they'll know when entrepreneurship is not for them. And if mm-hmm. it's not for you, that's fine. Go find mm-hmm. an entrepreneur that is doing their thing and support their mission, support mm-hmm. their goals, support their dreams and ambitions. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know for a personal fact, I'm a business guy. So if a graphic designer came to me and said, Hey bro, give me five percent and I'm gonna do all the graphics and we're gonna make this work. Mm-hmm. Nigga, we just put together a team. And cool. I'm he invested in himself. I'm investing in myself because mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my part. He gonna support with the good graphics. You know what I'm saying? And everything mm-hmm. else, we are gonna make it work. We're a team now. Like to, you ain't gotta be in it solo unless you mm-hmm. want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Best work is teamwork. Take the people there with you. You know what I'm saying? Like all oh, that shit. Like 100%. I'm just selling shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sell businesses, so I don't mind breaking it down and making sure everybody eat. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I'm hopping on it. Is because we're gonna put this time into it, invest it, get it going, and sell it and get it out of here. So you know what's so crazy, bro? I tell a lot of people, I was like, bro, you don't have to be an entrepreneur, but you have to do what you love to do. 
Because then, in reality, once you start doing that, it's not a job no more. You ain't working no more. Now you're getting up doing what you love to do each and every day. And, and that should bring you joy. And I, I tell people that that just because everybody is pursuing the entrepreneur route or just because I'm pursuing the entrepreneur route, I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm, I'm pursuing the entrepreneur route, doesn't mean you have to do it. I'm doing it because I feel like it's it's beneficial for me. And I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the process. I enjoy the journey. Because in all actuality, being an entrepreneur, you go through a lot. You go through a lot. But in reality, going through that process, you learn so much about yourself, what you can do, what you can't do, right. you know, stuff like that. And so I wanted to ask you, What's your biggest loss that you acquired? Um, my biggest loss that I acquired. Um, so, I mean, man, I I have a true testament to taking losses in entrepreneurship. Like, mm-hmm. I own a security company. You know what I'm saying? So, for my mm-hmm. first year, not even my first year, my second year. You know what I'm saying? Everything went well the first year. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, my first year being in security, I made over six figures with my security company, you know. Then you mm-hmm. take out all of the taxes, employees, and shit like that. It don't come to. But the second year, we were doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, manpower was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my first leak of the year is I worked this three-day event. And it was about twenty-two grand in services. They was going to pay us about twenty-two grand. Mm-hmm. We only collected $100 over the whole weekend. Mm. And I had... 13, 20 guys from each day waiting for payment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was one of my biggest losses. And right there at that moment, I could have said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm out of this. I'm done. Like, I just took a loss. And then I took losses like that back to back because a lot of times in my industry, uh, communities that you work for and vendors, they don't want to pay on time. They don't want to pay. They get services. I got clients right now that owe me 30, 40K. Mm-hmm. I'm probably 40K in, in our old money. That's 90 plus days late. Mm-hmm. So they already made their mind up. They're not paying. I got to go sue for that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's one of my biggest losses was taking a $22,000 weekend for events and parties mm-hmm. and making no money. And then you have mm-hmm. to pay all these guys still. And then on top of that, payroll Friday. Mm-hmm. So my payroll at the time was already $15,000. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Give or take twenty two k. that's like my cut, everything's still in there. You know what I'm saying? So you chop it mm-hmm. down, it might be less just to pay the officers out. But mm-hmm. as a person that was an entrepreneur and a hustler who care about brand, I made mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I pay everybody. I get them out the way. I deal with the client on the later end. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that loss, I turned into a lesson. Like, I'm never going to take an event and not get my money up front. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So now I learned from that lesson, and I haven't had that same problem in years. Mm-hmm. Because before my guys hit the ground and they started doing anything, We've already secured payment. Mm-hmm. And I made it easy now. As a business owner, I don't deal with the payment process. I sell and I pass it off to my account mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. I let them deal with it so they mm-hmm. can be as stern as as they need to be. You know what I'm saying? As the business owner, I can't really be stern with the client because I got a relationship. They know I'm the owner. So they know that you can change things up. You can give them a discount or you can make something work. Mm-hmm. My account team, even if it's just me on another side of an email, saying, oh, this is the account email, so it's not necessarily me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I create a relationship where it's like my money is important. So, hey, first I need the money before we do this event. First I need this before we do this event. First we need this, this, that, and the third to ensure the safety of our funds so I don't take another 22K loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why 
entrepreneurship is different because there's a lot of people that was in my shoes with a folded right then and there. Mm-hmm. Gave up, said it was nothing else to do. I worked my ass off about two months to make sure I was back on track. And mm-hmm. that was me pulling, like I said, four hours sleep a night. Mm-hmm. Days just to make sure I can get back to my accounts on track, get everything back on track. Because I was mm-hmm. a small business. I wasn't mm-hmm. no big business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wasn't even living good at the time. Mm-hmm. I was staying in a $300 apartment, a courtesy officer, mm-hmm. trying to make it make a way with the security company because it's something that I found out with some mm-hmm. money to it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's probably my biggest loss. You know what I'm saying? I've invested, and I'm still investing into the security company because it's one of those businesses where it don't really show you a bunch of profit in mm-hmm. the first five years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it don't. So, I'm still investing now. I, I put about 45 into it this year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, like, for some reason, you know what I'm saying? I'm really into investing into myself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If, if my employees say that, hey, look, this is a good tool, this is a good resource, blah, blah, blah this other person using it, we get it. I'm that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to make our job better, we're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I got to invest into it and y'all going to do better, then we're going to get it. Because if my guys mm-hmm. do better, it's like kids, bro. If you if you, if you treat treat them right, if you make sure that they, they well fed, they, you ain't going to have a problem with making sure the house is good. Mm-hmm. They going to school. They doing their job right. They going to mm-hmm. school, making sure everything in order. You treat your employees good. You pay them. You you make sure they feel good. Mm-hmm. You create a family environment. They're gonna make sure your client is taken care of. Mm-hmm. They respect you. They respect their job. They respect the work environment, and they respect mm-hmm. the client because you're paying me. You put food on my table, and then my company takes so much good care of us. We gonna make sure that you good, and mm-hmm. my clients don't complain. I went from one year of straight complaints every day. Like, I'm telling you, I had hell. Like, it was mm-hmm. always something new. Uh, one of my guards would be on site. Somebody broke into the laundry, um, not the laundry, the maintenance shop. Took folks mm-hmm. in tools mm-hmm. while we there. You know what I'm saying? This client already paying us almost eight grand a month. I mean, mm-hmm. a week. So we were just going through a bunch of that, a bunch of that, a bunch of that. And so then I just had to relook at how I was doing things, look at how we were you know, training our officers and we were doing what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And then boom, now we at a point now where I barely hear from my client unless it's a mm-hmm. voice mistake or you know, just an update on one of the residents there doing some crazy stuff so that we'll know ahead of time. But mm-hmm. that complaint stuff, man, that's a thing of the past. But it, I had to take time and put into that to that work in order mm-hmm. to get it to this spot. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't come overnight, just say, okay, mm-hmm. client stop complaining. No, nah, it took time to perfect my service, my craft. Investing in myself, you know what I'm saying? Betting the mm-hmm. house on myself. Mm-hmm. I would buy brochures with my last $300 in my pocket and buy $280 brochures so that I can go out and sell to get more money in so I can put more money in my pocket. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew mm-hmm. the turnover rate was going to be a while because I still got to go and sell, close the rate, work it, bill it, get the money in. But mm-hmm. eventually that brochure was going to land me a good good gig. And it did. Last summer, I got 40, last summer, I had 40 pools that I had to staff in a week. And so that's mm-hmm. 41 guards, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Brothers, like, I, and when I tell you the amount of money we was bringing in a week at my age, at my, t- like, what I was, it was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them brochures did that, bro. Right before mm-hmm. COVID hit, I had to let officers go. I lost my apartment. I got evicted. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was staying in my office because my office is right down the street from my apartment. So I would stay there or I would drive 50 minutes to my mom's house. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One or two. And then it was just like, okay, well, you know, the office was paid up for like three or four months. So I'm like, okay, well, we good for three or four months unless we start figuring something out because mm-hmm. nobody's paying rent. My biggest clients was apartment. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock p.m. on a Sunday, bro, I got a call from one of my uh, clients that I talked to a year ago. The brochure. She found my brochure. She said, mm-hmm. hey, since COVID is around, we got to monitor the pools and how many people come into the pools, blah, blah, blah. I need 41 guards by next week. Mm-hmm. Some of the properties had two guards. Some of them boom, boom. So I'm pulling in 3K a week now. Mm. I went from losing almost everything to staff and maybe like from 15 to maybe like four people. Mm-hmm. Just the people that I can really support. So mm-hmm. like, okay, now we have 55 to 60 people working for us every week. And my shit was just back and everything took off from there. I never let it go again once I got to that, once I got to that spot. It changed mm-hmm. my whole life in a day. Mm. So, so, so let me ask you this. So when you went through the process of losing everything, when COVID hit, you got evicted from your apartment and you have to stay either in your uh hold on, somebody tell me. Top of my show, do not stir. My bad. All right. So when you uh when you lost everything, you got evicted from the house. When you got standing in your office, standing with your mama and stuff like that, how did they make you feel mentally? Um, you know, mentally, mentally you you drain. You know what I'm saying? Like mentally you drain. But uh, mm-hmm. I got my grandma. You know what I'm saying? So like I always talk to her, and she's just like keep faith. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even though that I'm drained, I'm tired, I'm I'm taking losses. I, mm-hmm. I don't think it really ever crossed my mind to quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it was one of those things where, because I was doing good in my own mm-hmm. mindset before COVID hit. Like, mm-hmm. I was proud. Like, I was brag- I was able to be bragging about the things I was doing. So, when it hit, and it's like, damn, you're losing everything, it's kind of like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm about to be one of those businesses that go under. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I worked so hard ahead of time to get to this spot. So, in your body, you're feeling like it's all worth it or is it not worth it right mm-hmm. but my mindset quickly stepped in is like fix it like how do you fix it like everything must be adapted like just mm-hmm. because something happened don't mean there's another way covid hit and we was able to adapt to just standing inside a pool making sure people were resident mm-hmm. i adapt to the situation no matter what like that's just what this is that's what's gonna happen like i'm gonna follow the money mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if the money leaving on this side then okay we need to Let's turn this bitch around and go that way. Let's figure out what's going on. So for mm-hmm. a while, the first couple of days, you know what I'm saying, when you got a, the first 30 days, you know what I'm saying, when you when I got evicted and everything, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. But I pretty much got myself evicted because I made a decision to not spend money on that apartment no more and to mm-hmm. use every penny I had to make this happen. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can keep paying the rent and have somewhere to stay. Or put that money towards this business that's gonna make make sure I got somewhere nicer to stay eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which one are you gonna do, bro? And I, and I chose to sleep my ass in that office, make it work, get up, go to work, and figure out the day to day activities. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I'm sleeping in my office and my office staff coming in at nine a.m. and I'm just mm-hmm. getting up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The third, like I was no shame in my game because I was able to keep people employed. Mm-hmm. I was able to staff fifty to sixty people through COVID. You know what I'm saying? So like, my mindset was just like, you're gonna make this work. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta make this work. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no other way but to work. Can't go work for somebody. I don't want to do that. Like, what's the hell? <laughs> what, what's, what, what's gonna give me take? You know what I'm saying? So like, 
it was majority of like it was mixed emotions, but in the end, it was just like you got this, like for sure, you got this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I so, wasn't too weird. When you went through when, when you went through that process, the biggest thing that you learned about yourself was that you can be adapted to any situation, right? Thanks. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing I learned. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew. <laughs> I was different. I knew I could understand things on a different matter, but when that hit, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. I really knew. Mm-hmm. You can adapt to any situation. Mm-hmm. Like, and I did instantly. Like, we did a whole rebranding in like a day just to get COVID clients in. I was mm-hmm. adapting. Like, that's what this mm-hmm. game is about. Entrepreneurship is about adapting. Like, hustlers, because like, a lot of people leave these niggas out too, but them hustlers you can hit up and get whatever from in the hood, boom, boom. They, mm-hmm. not, they adapting. Nigga selling chicken one week, then he's selling the hoverboards the next week when they come out. <laughs> or he's selling the AirPods when they come out. Or the little fidget spinners when they come out. Mm-hmm. They adapting to the game. Like they look at mm-hmm. the trends and they follow the trends. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a business within itself. Never having one yes. product. One it week is. these is popping, so I'm selling these. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or the next week the hoverboards is popping. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it all about adapting to whatever the fuck you're going to do and doing it. You know what I'm saying? And not letting people talk their fears into your dreams. Because mm-hmm. you're going to tell somebody your dream and if they're not a hustler, they don't have a mindset, they're going to talk fear into it because they don't believe it. They can't see past the stars like you can. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So do you feel like being the age that we are at, do you feel like we are, we're aware that we, that we are way ahead of, of, of our peers, if that makes sense? Our generation. Hell yeah, bro. Like, when did you realize that? When I was shit, 19, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I started my first business at 18. I started my first business at 15, like I told mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I met a guy named Matthew Hampton way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was probably one of the best mentors I have in life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He taught me the game. He put me on track. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He helped mold me as far as like some of the decisions I was made, making. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I was making some pretty bad decisions, and I was doing some things the wrong way. In which now that I look on this, like, damn, okay. But I was having that thought process at an age of 14, 15, understanding mm-hmm. the decisions I'm making, and they were in the business world. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I knew I was ahead of my peers already. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you look, we still follow most of them on Instagram, our peers, you know what I'm saying? Our people mm-hmm. in general, like, we see that kind of stuff. We see where they're at and where we're at, mm-hmm. what they're doing and what we're doing. There's no mm-hmm. shame in that. I'm not knocking you for it. But yes, I'm ahead of you because while ne- right now I'm working on being a millionaire before I'm 25. <laughs> you're gonna be 25 now. You're thinking about doing something to become a millionaire. Yeah. Or you yeah. so far back is it's not even attainable for you anymore. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You enjoying your 20s partying. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my 30s partying with, with, so no, with no with no hesitation. When you get around crowds. Do you find that you're the younger one, youngest one in there? Well, one of um, the youngest ones in there? Business crowds, when I when I first started yeah. doing business, bro, every time I came, I was the youngest. Yep. It was just, it was a shock factor. <laughs> and I, like I said, I'm such an adaptable person. Like when I first started doing business, I was younger, chubbier, baby face. I utilized it to make more money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the young, like I adapted to that. And mm-hmm. most times when I walk into rooms and I'm doing business meetings, I'm doing deals, or I'm walking into corporate America, I am the youngest one by mm-hmm. years, 20 mm-hmm. years, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? I'm the youngest one. Mm-hmm. And most of the times I'm the most fluent. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what I'm talking about. They can't mm-hmm. overrun me. They can't talk me down. 
mm-hmm. they can't get me to just feel like, oh, okay, maybe it's not going to work. Because the thing about it, if I dreamed it, it got to work. It's going to work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, period point blank. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell mm-hmm. me it can't work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just a type of person. Like, and my family know that. Like, people around me know that. Like, okay, yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it might not work, but they ain't gonna do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's just simply like that. Like I want to find out if it don't. I might hit that one project that y'all said not gonna work, and now we mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, so what was your experience the first time you went in the room in a in a meetup? The first time that you went to a meetup, a meetup, a business meetup. What was um, your experience? It was nerve wracking. You know what I'm saying? Because you walk into. Um, my first, okay, my first time walking into a real, real, like, business meeting was with UAMS. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't, I can't remember her name. I really wish I could remember my name. I want to give her a shout out. Um, I figured out, and then, um, but she looked out for me. I was doing web development at the time. So I mm-hmm. walked into a UAMS. It's business professionals. About, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 11, 12 of them that same day. Um, you know, they sitting in suits, they sitting in ties and stuff like that. This is me, my mentor, my mom. I'm in a polo and some khakis <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And we talking about a website. Uh-huh. Um, and it was nerve-wracking at first because they're discussing the entirety of the project. And my entirety of the project is just the website. So, you know, um, but I was the only, you know, business owner there at the time. And so what was actually funny was they started discussing the website and then looking around for the web guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They're like, I guess he didn't come today. So I'm like, no, it's me. And everybody just kind of looking at each other like, what the kid? Like, what is he talking about? And so I pull up my PowerPoint and I start breaking down the website. How is it going to do? What's going to be there? How is it going to work? What parts? Mm-hmm. What it was going to And so it was just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was nerve wracking. But the moment I started talking, I just focused on what I love, my craft at the time. I was mm-hmm. website, and it made it so much easier to translate my vision for what they wanted and solid. It was done. Because you be, you was being yourself. Being myself. About. I didn't care for acting a certain way because uh-huh. of who I was in the room with or doing uh-huh. anything. Like, I'm me. You buying into me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, if I got to put on a persona for you to buy into me, this product might not be for you. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. And then, like, what's so crazy, when I, when I started to realize about, uh, like, Self-development, bro. Wait, when I first started creating content, I was creating content to where I wanted people to accept me for the content. I was creating. Right. And I was like, bro, that's a lot of energy. <laughs> like, man, I'm just about to be myself. And whoever gravitates to it, gravitate to it. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not about to I'm not about to keep working extremely hard to give you a persona that ain't me. Nah. Nah, I no, can't do it, bro. You can't do it. Like, it, it no, takes you, you know what I'm saying? And then eventually people notice, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not that person that you is online. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. Like, when I start my YouTube and stuff like that, I'm just picking up a camera and I'm bringing you into what I'm already doing. So, mm-hmm. if I'm a cusser, I'm a cuss. If, mm-hmm. if I do this as in the third, I'm going to do that in the third because at the end of the day, I'm still me. You know what 100%. I'm saying? 100%. I'm still <laughs> me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I do no justice by trying to hide who I am for the mm-hmm. likeness of you. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, bro, you on your cell phone, you pay your bill for it, you do not have to watch it. You don't have to see it. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to like it. You don't have to share it. Mm-hmm. Move on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's somebody out there doing what I do that you gonna like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's some business or something out there that you gonna like. I might just not be your guy. 100%. But 100%. I'm not a hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. look at nobody and say, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Damn, bro. He doing better than me. Fuck him. Nah, it ain't like that, bro. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, he really on it. So, like, that's going to motivate me to get on it so I can mm-hmm. check success. You know what I'm saying? So I can do better, too, or see more black men win. Mm-hmm. In general, like, I want everybody to win, but it's a different, it hit different when one of my brothers win. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. it hit different when I see them, especially if I know where you came from. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, we come from a place where, nigga, it's very shocking that we, I made 23. You know what I'm saying? It's very mm-hmm. shocking that you moved out. <laughs> so people don't understand that a lot of the time when you, when you carrying a lot of shit, and I'm carrying a lot of shit because, bro, I got a lot of friends that ain't here to see this day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They yeah. weren't even, they weren't here to see their 21st. Mm-hmm. So this is a big deal for me. So that's mm-hmm. why I carry that on with my mindset too. Like, bro, you got a lot of people that's rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people that want something different. You got a lot of lives to change as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all that other stuff, being somebody else, doing something different, talking in your professional, what they call it, your, your, your white, I don't Perf- care Professional about persona. Persona, <laughs> I don't care about that, because I'm a professional individual, but I'm yeah. me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I want you to buy into me, because if you buy into mm-hmm. me, we're going to be good. No matter what I'm selling, you're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you mm-hmm. put with me. And mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how rappers work, bro. Like, people buy into their, char- their character, who they are. They buy into mm-hmm. the jury. They buy into the cools. They buy into the drinking, the, the lean, the cool videos and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So now, like for example, if I love Lotto as an artist, right? Mm-hmm. If she drop merch, I'm a buy. Because you support she, what she do in the first place. If she dropped a song, I'm gonna go download it. And that's marketing. Marketing is fine. She went over and said, "Hey, y'all, this is the big Lotto cologne. Blah 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 blah. blah and it's gonna make you smell good. I will buy." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it just mm-hmm. isn't it. It's selling yourself. But if you selling a persona and it's not really you, they can't really support it because they don't know like you know who you really is. Like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. they don't know the truth. They don't know the truth. They, they don't know the like truth. To... They just... Go ahead, go ahead. They just looking at they just looking at what you're giving them. You know what I'm saying? And they can really... mm-hmm. a lot of times people can tell like, nah, you you fake. A hundred percent. Then like especially like if you got an audience behind you, anything that you do, they go support it. Support Easy, it, bro. They gonna support it. Build Easy. an audience. You know what I'm saying? You build an audience, you're gonna be good. Cause mm-hmm. you had a motherfuckers like like I tell like I tell like because now I deal with a lot of rappers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like make your fan base very, very important to you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's a difference between when your fans call you your first name versus your artist name. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because that's a fan base. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna call you for instance, if I if they calling you on your Twitter and your Instagram, Dominique versus Lil Baby, they know mm-hmm. something about you. They tied mm-hmm. into you as an artist. Mm-hmm. They care about your your person. You know what I'm saying? Your artistry is great. Mm-hmm. But they researching you. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the rap and the industry and all that stuff, like if you based out of Dallas, DTA Nova is like the best person to go to for all that stuff. Like she gonna teach you the game, she gonna let you know how to get like how to how to separate your personal brand from your brand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like every entrepreneur needs a personal brand mm-hmm. and their brand. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you're already living a lifestyle people want to see. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter if you're just recording yourself going to the post office, dropping off your packages, or bringing in your packages, sorting them and putting like, record that and create your personal brand. Mm-hmm. As your business grow. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a female, like females ain't easy in this entrepreneurship. Yeah. Not saying it's easy for them, what? but most times <laughs> Let me let me clear it up. This is why I say this. Okay. 
It's the same sentiment like we're going to a club, right? Mm-hmm. You go to a club most of the time, ladies freeze until mm-hmm. a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are ladies free? Because if the lady's there, the guy's going to come. That is true. So if, if you're a beautiful female mm-hmm. with a product and you already like have a little bit of influence, for one, mm-hmm. you probably have hella girls that's following you just because you're cute. Mm-hmm. And they see something in you they like. Mm-hmm. You got the thirsty dudes following you already. Mm-hmm. They they hitting you up every night. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Now you got a product. Mm-hmm. If they feel like me supporting your product might help me get closer to you or might just like make me look like you. If, I, <laughs> if you got a thin waist and I'm a girl and it's a girl over here with not a thin waist and she see mm-hmm. you, she's like, I'm going to buy her a waist trainer just because cause I want to get thin with the third. You know what I'm saying? So it gets a little easy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it's easier for a girl to get into the bundle business, lash business, and like that and run up 100K quick. Mm-hmm. And if they don't think it's true, get with me and I'll show you can. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like it, it, it's, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the work, putting in the effort and energy to be an entrepreneur is never easy. Like, it mm-hmm. will never be easy. Like, mm-hmm. But if you set yourself up for the right steps and the right success, it's easy. A hundred percent. At the end, the reason why I said that is because, like, women is not really uh, respected in the aspect of an entrepreneur around that, whatever, from society, okay. look, women is overlooked. And that, that's okay. really, that's really fucked up, to be it's honest. It's fucked up. My message to all the women is fuck it. Like, they're not going to respect you. They don't respect because we black. Stand on your shit and do what you got to do. Put your product out there. Invest in yourself. Make mm-hmm. your product look 100% better. Make the rollout of your product look good. The graphics, the design, the website, the promotions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the holidays. Every holiday, you need to have a promotion like the big box stores. Bring your money in. Stop waiting on people to accept you. Respect you, and blah blah. I can't tell how many business meeting in. They probably was, I was, they they didn't respect me, but they was paying me, so I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. If you respect that's the respect. <laughs> I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care if uh-huh. you like me or not, or mm-hmm. if I'm old enough. Age was a big thing growing up being an entrepreneur. You're young, you're young. Yeah, I'm getting money, and I know what I'm doing. Do you yep. want age, or do you want experience? You know what I'm saying? It's one that's of the two. You feel me? Like, if, if, if you nine and you the coldest graphic designer, welcome to my team. Mm-hmm. You care about your age, bro? You, you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, let's get to this money. So, mm-hmm. yeah, don't worry about it. Don't let them, don't, don't, women, men, brothers, sister, white men, anybody, don't let nobody tell you that you can't do something or you're not respected. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Of course, you're not respected. Nobody, mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna respect you. you know what I'm saying? That's how you make more money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your haters gonna carry your name more than your fans most of the time because mm-hmm. they're gonna go around talking about you all the time. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, ladies, own this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, build your brand and take time to make sure that you put quality and you invest into yourself. Can't nobody beat that, bro. No matter the color, no matter the color that you are. No matter if the you color. Idea, you are. If you got an idea and you have, and you're passionate about that, man, keep doing it. Keep, Keep doing, doing it. it. So, Figure so, out what's not working. And do what, if you, what, what advice would you give your 15-year-old self when you was starting this process? From everything you know from today, um, everything you didn't know at the age of 15, what would you tell yourself? I would have told myself to keep your head up, man, and mm-hmm. keep networking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My best my best strength at the time was the networking. I could talk mm-hmm. to anybody. Mm-hmm. I network. You know, keep your head up. Keep networking. Respect mm-hmm. the people a little bit more. You know, I, I was a little rough at 15, you know what I'm saying? But given the circumstances, um, mm-hmm. keep your head up. Keep applying pressure. 
and network. Network. At 15, I was a different breed. I wasn't a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was a I was a hustler. I put that mm-hmm. shit aside. You know what I'm saying? My 15 hustler self, that's what I would have told himself. My 15-year-old, just me self, would have told him, like, you know what I'm saying? Take a bigger outlook on the world and respect it a little bit more. I don't think I respected the process of a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Growing up. But I for sure been an entrepreneur since I was a baby. I feel it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel it. Like just the way I think, bro, like. This is one of the things where it's like, damn, the 15-year-old self, bro, you really should have started tapping into reading and stuff more, like, boom, boom. Like, if I could mm-hmm. really sit down and have a conversation with myself, I would have told them to pick up more books, read, mm-hmm. read, read. Because I was a YouTuber all my life. I learned everything I know from research, Google, YouTube, or on Instagram because somebody told me how to do it, and then I went and put my own spin on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's entrepreneurship. I don't care what nobody saying. Damn, you see some mm-hmm. shit, you spin on it, you make it work. Mm-hmm. And I would tell my 15-year-old self that, like, read, bro. Read and network a lot more. Because I was a networking mother. I get in the room at, 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 what, 16, 17, 17, 18, I was in Atlanta mm-hmm. working for a billionaire mm-hmm. through my mentor. You get what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I would have told myself to go hard with that networking and go harder with that book reading. Mm. Book's powerful, boy. And they, they are. are. 100%. 100%, bro. To be completely you can fit it in the schedule, read a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, so before we before we end uh, the uh, the podcast, bro, do you have any any advice to give somebody that's starting up in the entrepreneurial route? Any advice to, or to become the best version to become the best version of yourself to become empowering? Is there any advice you want to give? Uh, yeah, for sure. So, look, as we end today, I want to say this to the entrepreneur that is getting ready to take this lifestyle change, right? Change your lifestyle first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Edit how you do your day, you know what I'm saying? Get up early, work out. If you work out, that's going to, you know, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you want to execute your stuff. Eat mm-hmm. right, live right, and set a routine for yourself to beat the odds, you know what I'm saying? Like, the odds are against you, you know what I'm saying? Develop mm-hmm. your process, work hard every day. Every moment you have free, work on your business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're doing a startup, it requires so much more attention than just a, a project. You know what I'm saying? It's a side hustle, but you're taking your side hustle to make it your main hustle. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you're making $13 an hour right now at your job, figure out how to get your business to where you can make $13 an hour, 40 hours a week at minimum, so that you can leave your job and work for yourself. Um, apply pressure. Apply pressure every day. Like every day. I can't say that enough. Apply pressure. Eventually, mm-hmm. That pressure is gonna make a pipe bust, and that's when your blessings are gonna come. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So just keep applying that pressure, and you can't you can't be stopped. Um, hit me, hit anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, like I'm I'm always down to give you advice and mentor and tell you whatever I whatever I know. But that is my advice to any new starter: apply pressure, change your lifestyle, and focus mm-hmm. on your goals. They dream a lot. You know what I'm saying? Envision what you would be doing if this was to work out. So if that's getting up out of a Rolls Royce truck or walking into the White House to meet the president because you got your Nobel Peace Prize and business shit, and as you start seeing that in your daydream, it's gonna make you want it so much more that you can't even stop yourself from getting. It. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, bro. <laughs> hey, that's the key, especially self development. That's the first key to everything. Then the next one is your mind, mind development. Your mind. Mind, for sure. Self development and mind and mind is gonna be the hardest barrier as an entrepreneur that you go through because, like I said, these losses will be tough. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
and investing in yourself to take that last flight to this conference and you only mm-hmm. gonna have $34 to eat while you're down there, your mind gonna always tell you no. But that hustle gonna tell your ass to go do it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to retrain your mind and you have to change your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And boy, you gonna they're gonna be some serious. Some, some serious. serious. Some serious. Yeah, because you can get on the internet right now and make thousands, thousands of dollars. And we'll talk about that in a later episode on different mm-hmm. ways to do that kind of shit. But it's a mindset, bro. Like, mindset, mindset. My career, you're going to hear me say mindset over and over and over again. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly where it starts, bro. Like, your mindset going to make you want to get out the bed, right? Mm-hmm. Or not get out the bed. Or mm-hmm. go do this thing. Or not do this thing. Mm-hmm. And procrastination comes into mindset. So we ain't even got to talk about procrastination, this, this, and the third. Because mm-hmm. if your mindset is on hustle, you good. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Main D, I want to appreciate you for coming in, for tuning in with your boy at Ferrier's Knowledge. But I'm going to go ahead and do an outro. You dig what I'm saying? So, everybody, thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all got value from this, please leave a comment, subscribe, and and, and share it. Share it to somebody that that needs to hear this. Y'all enjoy y'all day. Y'all have a blessed day. Y'all have a good day. Y'all have fun and take action on yourself. Yes, sir. Develop that mindset. Yes, sir. (laughs)